Hey guys, welcome to the Walking Lightly with Megan and Trini podcast. This is where we share our experiences about living an intuitive life. Thank you so much for tuning in. So, what has been going on? Oh my goodness, I don't even know where to start, like, <laughs> over the past two weeks. So, I think, let me start with, like, I had been thinking about like all these people that were reaching out to me and being like oh journaling and like manifestation and mindset and that kind of thing isn't that stuff doesn't work for me and like why doesn't it work for me right and I didn't know (laughs) because it works for me but I didn't know why it wasn't working for them and Mm -hmm, I just mm -hmm. like left that question like lingering and like all these resources like presented themselves to me which was like amazing so the first thing was like I did this I'm doing like the rich babe academy course which Mm -hmm. is like all about money mindset but She went in, she made us do like a hypnosis, which I've never done before. Um, And oh my goodness, I can't believe like what happened in that hypnosis. Have you ever done hypnosis? Yeah, I actually used to have a very bad phobia and I kind of like fixed it with a a hypnotherapist. But tell me more about your experience. So basically what she wanted us to do was, well, she says it's like a hypnosis, but she says that like term has obviously got a lot of bad like connotations, right? Mm -hmm. Like we think like someone's going to have control over us where she was like, no, you can't like, someone's not going to have control over you. Like it's only your mind that you have access to and I can't do anything to you unless you want me to. (laughs) So basically it was like a visualization, like meditation thing. And in the beginning, I like really freaked out because she was like, okay, you're going into hypnosis now. And she like made us go like deeper into the water, like step down the steps into the water kind of Mm -hmm. thing. And I was like, oh, this isn't going to work for me. This isn't going to work for me. And then there was one point where she was like, okay, you should like right now you're so deep in hypnosis that you can't open your eyes. (laughs) And I like couldn't open my eyes. Like I was like trying to open my eyes and I couldn't open my eyes. And I was like, oh my gosh. So I like started freaking out and stuff. But then in the (laughs) hypnosis, she was like, don't worry. Like you are safe. Like everything's okay. And I just like had to keep like (laughs) saying that to Mm -hmm. myself because like I literally could not open my eyes. And I was like, what the hell? Why is this happening? But anyway, we went deeper into the hypnosis and like she made you go back into your childhood and like on your timeline and kind of like pick an event on your timeline that was like there was like money trauma not necessarily trauma but like an incident Mm -hmm. had happened like in your childhood and you had to go into it and like fix it or like release it and forgive it and oh my gosh I like cried like a baby during it like I can't believe like what happened like I didn't see like what had happened I just saw my grandmother during the the hypnosis she's like it's okay if you don't see like the incident because your subconscious mind is doing like the work like Mm -hmm. you don't need to understand what is happening or anything Mm -hmm. but like I saw my grandmother and I like could not stop crying and stuff and I went through the hypnosis and then I came out of it and I I felt like a lot of fear had been released which was so insane that's and you had to like oh there was one point (laughs) there was one point where you had to like go to your child like your inner child in a sense like when you were a child and you had to like talk to them and tell them like everything was okay and tell them what they wanted to hear and like what might 
inner child wanted to hear was like, it's okay, you're safe now, everything's okay. Like it just wanted to hear that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's weird because like, I know you know that like throughout my life, I've dealt with like a lot of fear. Like I'm like afraid of the dark and I'm like <laughs> afraid <laughs> of those kinds of things. Mm-hmm. And like what's insane was like, I felt like that like really lifted. Wow. In some sense. Um, That's so, so interesting anyway. coming from like, the purpose was like a whole money thing, right? I know, I know. But I felt like something happened when I like went, because you had to go into like your childhood bedroom and like talk mm-hmm. to your child, like your, mm-hmm. <laughs> the child version of yourself. And like something happened there where it was like the, that version of me really needed to hear that I was safe and like that everything was okay. Mm-hmm. So I obviously felt very unsafe. I don't know why yet, <laughs> but I felt like very unsafe during wow. that time. And this but was anyway. like in an online meditation, mm-hmm. she was guiding you live? No, so it's like a recorded version, oh, which is okay. so, so amazing that like I was able to, yeah, like connect. it's like recorded, right? I thought you had to be like with the person. Wow, that's super interesting. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, um, I just like kind of realized that... You can't just, and what she talked about was that you can't just do all these techniques, right? You can't just be journaling and saying affirmations when you have all that like Mm -hmm. deep healing Mm -hmm. that needs to happen first, because you're kind of like just slapping glitter on like all this like shit that you have yeah, um, with those affirmations. So like, I was like, wow, this is like really bringing in that like answers that I've been seeking. Anyway. (laughs) So, but what's weird is like throughout the week then, like I felt like really sick. Like I haven't felt sick in a really Mm. long time, but like we were told that that can happen because you're literally healing like hectic things that have happened. And like, I felt like so terrible. (laughs) Anyway, that that is (laughs) so interesting. So (laughs) you were like, you were like looking for the answers and it just came to you. Yeah, I don't think I was, like, actively looking. I just kind of, like, put that question Mm -hmm. out there. Like, I was just thinking, like, oh, I wonder this. And then, like, suddenly they all, like, all these answers, like, appeared. Or, like, not all these answers, but specifically to do with that keeps appearing. Yeah, it was, like, an experience that kind of showed you. It wasn't even, like, this is the answer. It's, like, you lived it also. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This is so crazy because... (laughs) No, Megan, you don't understand. So I had that moment when I was like, oh, this is exactly what I want to talk about on the podcast with Megan. And Mm -hmm. uh, it's like the same thing that you just talked about (laughs) in a different way. And so like for everyone who is listening, like we didn't talk about what we were going to talk about today at all. But um, I think that I'm one of those people that for a while a while ago all the manifest the manifesting tools were kind of getting stuck for me like Mm -hmm. you know they weren't working as well or you know in certain topics of my life they were and then in certain other topics they weren't and for example like you know that I have like this huge struggle with health uh going on for a long time now and for that topic like it just hasn't been working right Mm -hmm. um except for the past like two weeks (laughs) and (laughs) like I just realized the other day like how I needed to completely let go before I I want like I 
tried to manifest anything that I just needed Mm. to completely let go of like any expectation um to let go of like this deep desire that I wanted so for example for the healing like I have something called chronic fatigue syndrome and I just get really really tired and I am unable to do like everyday things like play with my son or wash the dishes and so there's always been this like really big 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 desire to be able to do those things and to be able to live my life in a more normal way and not be wanting to lay in bed all day because there's all these things that I want to do with my life right and then I've, I've done all the journaling and all the stuff for it But then it was only like this past couple weeks and this past week mostly that I really started to like sink into the deep realization that even if I'm not able to heal, quote unquote, like even if I'm not able to feel better, to have more energy, to all the things that I've deeply desired for the past three years that I've been sick, that it's okay and that my life will still be worth living and that, you know, like I can still find joy and happiness in my moments, even if I'm feeling fatigued and like just this deep sinking and um, surrendering into acceptance. Yeah, into acceptance, into acceptance. And, you know, even it's even turned into like this gratitude for the disease because of everything it's put me through and who I've become. And so it's really when I started doing that and releasing (laughs) the expectations, you know, I was like, like, whatever, if this doesn't work, whatever, if the journaling doesn't work, whatever, if like, you know, I'm not better. And then I started getting better. Like, and I start seeing these huge shifts and these huge changes. So it's like the healing, as you're saying before, it's the healing that happens first. And then all the tools are like the cherry on top of the cake that you can use. But you can't do it if you're not healing at the same time Mm. or before. Yeah, that's insane. How do you think that you got to knowing that you, how did you know how to accept or how to let go? Like, how did you get to that point? Um, so... I think that one of the first things that I like encountered through um, through being sick and I guess being sick also means starting my spiritual journey, right? Because something happens and this is why a lot of people mm-hmm. like when they go through like really hard situations, just like a lot, for, for a lot of people, it's disease. For a lot of people, it could be the death of a loved one or whatever. But when you go through a really tough situation, like it shoves you into sometimes into a spiritual awakening in a way because you're forced mm-hmm. to accept those things or and you start asking more questions than usual and so when that started happening about three years ago like I really dove into mindfulness and meditation and acceptance and stuff but at like let's say like a a low level because I was just starting Mm -hmm. and then you know through time I started learning about the laws of the universe and manifestation and I started kind of just focusing on that and I think somewhere along the way like I got so attached to the fact that I could create my own reality and that I wanted to create it and that I know I knew it was possible like I've learned one of my biggest teachers is Abraham Hicks if you've heard of them and they just, you know, convinced me that I could create my own reality. But somewhere along the lines, I think I lost the mindfulness. Like, I think for at least that part of my desire, I lost the acceptance. And 
it's mm. it's been coming back to that in the form of because my husband and I are, are working on a program that we're going to offer um, and it's based on mindfulness because that is the topic that we've kind of we kind of like mesh together when, when we work together and it's been coming to that and then really like being like okay I'm gonna live uh, the most mindful life I can live and understanding that when I do connect to my present moment and when I do live this life that I feel better um, that I started realizing like oh my gosh like I'm doing so many things and they're all they're all helpful all the therapies all of the eating all of the stuff but it's really when I tune into this moment that everything kind of goes away and so it was like these little hints of that that allowed me to then like say okay I'm committing to this and I'm going to mm. make it my life you know yes hmm. so cool it's so <laughs> interesting how we always like experience synchronicities <laughs> how did how did um Daniel describe it the other day um the synchronicities or the mindfulness yeah Oh, he was just saying like how we always experience like the same things in life. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so he said that we were connected. He's reading a book about energy strands and he says our energies are very, very connected. So no matter where in the world we are, and this can happen to you with whoever, even if you met someone just once, then your energies mm -hmm. will always be intertwined mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and some like of the, a thread <laughs> yeah like a, like a thread or a cord and so mm -hmm. you can also have like the negative cords in a way the mm -hmm. people who drain you and there's all these me exercises that I've been learning about where you can cut the cords yeah like how do you say it like ho'oponopono or something like that oh yeah ho'oponopono works for that too but there's ones yeah, where you yeah. can like basically just visualize um you know the cord and and I've been practicing this. You can do a meditation and you can feel where the cords are. And sometimes you'll know what they're related to and sometimes you won't. And it doesn't really matter. But when you feel a cord, you'll cut it and you can cut it with a knife. You can cut it with scissors. You can, you know, mm. tear it out. And it's so interesting, yeah. Megan, because sometimes you find like, oh, my goodness, I feel this cord and you really feel it. And then you're like, I'm going to take it out. And it's super easy. And then other times you find another one and it's so hard to tear it out. Hmm. Mm -hmm. How do you how do you find these quotes? Like, do you want to share the meditation? Because I am super interested in. <laughs> so honestly, like, I am not an expert, but what I've learned from Daniel, my husband, is that just when you are in deep enough meditation, when you feel connected and you're you're meditating, you can just feel and you can ask and you can say, "Show mm -hmm. me any chords that are." you know, draining my energy and you'll mm. feel sensations or you can kind of feel visualizations different. You'll feel it differently depending who you are. And then you will connect mm. to that. But I don't know, like I've been meditating for a few years for a bunch of years. So I don't know if that's something that everybody can connect to, or if you have to learn a specific method. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. Totally understand. <laughs> Probably not for me at this stage. <laughs> well, how has have you been doing more meditation? How's that going? No, I think not meditation. I think like spiritual development, yes, and mm -hmm. like um, sinking into like trusting my intuition and those kinds of lessons, but not like physically meditating. Mm -hmm. So I definitely want to get. Um, back into that and learn more about how to do it so that I'm not always like afraid in a sense mm -hmm. because I know I've shared with you that a lot of times when I'm doing meditation like fear comes up a lot 
and mm-hmm. um yeah hopefully that will be better now that I've released some things from my childhood so maybe I should try again but honestly like fear comes up a lot for me in meditation like when I want to go sleep at night and stuff like yeah. I'll be afraid like while I'm doing during times when I'm doing meditation even if I've done meditation in the morning like when I'm gonna go sleep at night like I feel super afraid for no reason even if um, like you're not meditating in that moment like if you did in the morning soon as night comes like I get like a weird feeling of like and it's weird because like I was actually thinking about it like the fear that I have is like a child like fear like I'm afraid of the dark in a sense Mm. and like if I have to like go downstairs by myself it's not like a fear of I'm afraid of like someone breaking in or like a person being there it's like oh like what am I gonna see down there like I don't want to go (laughs) downstairs by myself like a child in a sense you know what I mean Mm -hmm. um so I've really been like diving deep into that as well but not like meditation (laughs) um for the longest while do you think though because I feel like everyone is afraid of the dark at some level but do you feel like yours is like greater Yeah, because like when I think of my husband Dylan and like his kind of way of doing it, he will like go downstairs and not be afraid of the dark. You know what I mean? Like he won't be afraid to go downstairs. <laughs> like does I'm it like, stop uh... you from going? Yes. Okay. Okay. But that's I just it blows my mind that when you meditate that you feel more fear. Like I would understand like during meditation because mm. I've had lots of fear during meditation and especially like I think once you start I don't know if this happens to everyone but once you start having more let's call them mystical experiences like fear does come up, mm-hmm. right? Cuz it's things you've mm-hmm. never seen before and you don't know what to expect but to be like outside of the practice it's so interesting mm-hmm. to me like what do you think what does your intuition say about it well I've spoken a lot with my husband's mother who's been like meditating for years since she was like um a teenager basically and she's been doing it for a long time and she studied a lot on meditation um and she kind of thinks that maybe I'm just like I'm I've been using like a lot of different tools like I told you I would do like guided meditations and I would listen to that binaural beats and I wasn't really like just sitting in meditation like alone Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) like just myself like you talked about maybe making it more boring in a sense Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and um, so when I'm like meditating I'm like opening myself up to maybe other dimensions or different Um, experiences and that's kind of like triggering like a response at night and maybe it's just coming up at night when really it's like all the time Mm -hmm. Um, I don't I don't know yet like I don't have concrete experience yet with what is happening but like um, she says that I could be like open to receiving like different um, dimensions and like going there I don't know <laughs> yeah maybe it just means that you're like super connected and that whenever you are ready to face that fear you'll be able to connect you know faster than the average person mm. or whatever that means <laughs> <laughs> yeah she's definitely talked to me about like embracing not embracing that fear but facing it because like it would just like solidify how that fear has no power over me and it feels all good like <laughs> saying that now like okay mm-hmm. tonight I mm-hmm. will like go downstairs even if I'm afraid but then like when that exp- I'm faced with the experience it's like really hard to go into it if that makes sense yeah it makes total sense <laughs> 
Okay, guys, we're going to leave it here. Uh, thank you so much for coming along on this journey with us. And we would really love it if you had any questions, if you would just let us know and we will answer them in the next 